On today's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Watchable, we are back from the end of our early summer break, and we are back to talk about Top Gun Maverick, Jurassic World Dominion, and Lightyear. We also talk about a few other things that pop up from the news and whatnot, so let's get the show started. world not a fan it's the good the bad and the watchable a movie podcast that was nick boyle mark sisters on here i'm nick rojas guys we apparently took our summer vacation for uh oh basically late spring vacation but truthfully summer vacation for the past month we haven't done an episode we're back how you guys doing doing great i mean seeing a lot of good movies seeing a lot of eh, movies and seeing a uh Movie, yeah, I, I'm boil on this one. Um, I'm just like him. I've had a wide variety of movies that I've been able to get to. Uh, really living up to the podcast name. I mean, we've got good, we've got bad, we've got watchable. Hitting hitting all three spheres here, which is just exactly what we wanted. Exactly. Um, Let me say this too: It's good to be back, boys. Nice little vacation. It, it, it was a nice little vacation. It's good to be back at the movies. The movies. Yes, that's right. What won't be discussed today is Spiderhead, the new movie on Netflix. But <laughs> what will be discussed is a movie directed by that same guy, Kaczynski, I believe is his name. He directed uh, Top Gun Maverick. We'll talk about that later. We're also going to talk about Lightyear, Jurassic World Dominion, and a bunch of other movies that we've seen over the last month or so. We're going to skip the news segment, but I will just quickly mention this because this ties into our first movie, a big box office upset. Jurassic World Dominion roars ahead of Lightyear in surprise upset. The dinosaurs devoured $58.7 million in their second week while Lightyear came in behind expectations with a $51 million debut. We can maybe talk about the why with Boyle who saw both those movies, but guys, First up, Jurassic World Dominion. It's been out for two weeks. What were your guys' thoughts on the movie? Guys, um, just want to get out in front of this. I was thinking about taking my mother to go see this. Wow. Because when I was a child, you know, like an early 90s baby, I mean, we bonded over that. My mom took me to see it when I was a kid, bought me all the toys, totally spoiled me with that. So, you know, that was a mother-son thing we had. New ones coming out. She said, you know what? I, I'll go see that. And then the reviews came out. And, you know, I had to deliver that unfortunate news. Like, you know, my, like, you're probably going to want to skip this one. And uh, pretty much hit it, like, you know, nail on the head there because this was a very skippable, skippable movie. 
Um, right out the gate, I mean, we knew this was kind of going to be a cash grab, nostalgia-driven type of movie where they just kind of use the old stars to, you know, get you in the seats to, to take our money. Um, real quick, because I want to discuss this with Boyle, but plot didn't make sense. Not enough dinosaurs. Um, there really wasn't the same charm that what made the first one so good. They use a lot of practical effects. That means like, you know, actually building and constructing some of these dinosaurs in the first one, this just ended up becoming like a big CGI cluster. And it was noticeable, not much made sense to care about a lot of these storylines and people. Boyle, please uh, chime in. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, to me, the biggest thing off the bat was obviously the script. It was terrible. Um, the conversation of every person, as well as their monologues and just their characters didn't make sense compared to what we've seen in the past um, with some of them. I'm trying to look, look it up as we speak, but it just, it felt like a giant, I know we we're texting on the side for this is, um, just a stretch. Like, why are we pulling in the old time crew? Like, it just like, where have you been this whole time? They yeah. don't really discuss let me, that. Let you me know? branch off that too, Boyle. We, yeah. we discussed it right after we watched it. Like, it, everything about the old cast being in the movie felt forced. Yeah. Everything. Uh, everything. Every line of dialogue, everything about their characters, just not, it was like, it was one of those things where it's like, well, we have to accommodate them because, you know, they're in it. So, you know, they have to be involved in X, Y, Z or ABC. And I think everybody watching it could tell. We were like, this doesn't make sense. Kind of awkward. You know, it's like, why? It's like <laughs> the why is really mm. tough to nail down in this because no one really. It's like they showed up just because they, they showed up. Yeah. Like the they, they literally were just oh. trying to merge them for absolutely no reason like absolutely no reason you just was like let's 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 say this and say this so we can try to okay now they merge oh, oh thank yeah. goodness like you know, exactly just, like to, to sum it up it, because the plot needed it to happen that's how it happened there was, was no even other a motivation part, behind that mark there was even a part when they went to go get on the train i mean they technically could have gone two different ways and probably been fine and they still decided to stay in with it and it was just like obviously like i don't know um it it's one of those things i feel like this is a money grabber they're just trying to make a couple bucks um it's obviously like mark said it's a lot of cgi for the fights and things there was only one scene and it's super ironic and it's the scene with ellie sattler or laura dern but basically in the original, when she like leans down to touch the animatronic style Jurassic, like, you know, um, dinosaur and they do something very similar in this one. And that Mark might be the only time we saw real dinosaurs. Like besides that might've been all yeah, CGI. Like it might've been. Um, and yeah, it just like I get the plot. It just it was poor. And again, it was just like, why are we making these? We kind of knew this going in. Um, but especially with like they were really trying hard with Bryce, um, Bryce's character, Bryce Howard, um, with with Claire Deering. Like 
her like trying to be this mom and you know it, it was just it was a very weird component also, to be trying to bring into boy, this yeah boy did i not care about that at all yeah just didn't like, care and, it was so uh, weird it was so unnecessary like what are we doing i don't know yeah this is, this is my biggest complaint um because, you know, when anybody asks us, when any of our friends ask us, like, hey, you guys are the movie guys. What should we go watch? Right. And I specifically got one of our friends to not watch this movie because I said, this isn't about the dinosaurs. It's right. like, you know, when you go to see Sir Avenue Park, it's like, hey, we want to see dinosaurs. Like, I don't care about these human subplots. And so, this was about, like, if you could get, like, um any like rich famous person to all of a sudden acquire a huge package like Jurassic Park and then ruin it. That's all it is. It's stupid. Pretty much, yeah. It turns into like, you know, corporations are evil. It's like, we got yeah. that. We know that. Like, just give yeah. me dinosaurs. Yeah. This <laughs> is <laughs> nothing new. Yep. Uh, yeah, very, very disappointed. Yeah. At the end of the day, for two and a half hours, this is a skip it. Wait on it. Since this is skip it, Rojas, permission to like a brief spoiler. Like this is a very subtle thing, but this kind of sums up the movie. I don't think our audience right? cares. I'll allow it. Good. Okay. So Boyle brings up Laura Dern's character, right? We all right. We've all seen the original Jurassic Park, right? What's one of her famous scenes? She goes elbow deep into some triceratops, like you know, big poop pile, right? This is not a woman who gets grossed out by things for stuff. During the movie, towards the end, you're going to tell she was like icky, like, ooh, bugs. Like, no, that's not what this character would be at all. It was so dumb to me. I was like, what? I was like, why would they do that to this, to this character? Like, you're telling me someone who would go elbow deep and poop would be like, oh, bugs are icky? And like, you know, run around like all, all scared? No, that like that's not what that character would do. And I, I was, at, I was mad when that scene happened. Boyle, like she wouldn't yeah. run away from bugs afraid like that. No. And that's what's wrong with this movie. They have no idea what they're doing. And, and and I do want to make two other points real quick. But one, I was laughing to Mark because I considered two things. One, Chris Pratt was probably in five minutes of this movie. Like, total. Like, I feel like he wasn't even in it, which is mind-boggling to me. Um, and that 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 alone was just, like, weird because, again, there was so much of this other plot line that just didn't matter, really. Um, but two, Jeff Goldblum was the only reason this movie was somewhat tolerable because he, he was... Good. He was good and he was the comic relief, but he was genuine with the comic relief. Like, he was still classic ian malcolm like just esque yeah, comedic timing was good it was perfect it was, yeah. uh, quick little whips like uh yeah very good with the vernacular you know and his um you know overconfident um kind of cocky little way that he you know kind of says so condescending really when he says his insults it was good though it worked yeah uh, you know jeff goldblum uh uh finds a way <laughs> he, he can still get a good role in there <laughs> you know what didn't work mark i'll tell you what didn't work the fact that they never put up the title screen unbelievable i've never seen it Not once. what was that junk there was no title screen and was and 
Not only did that subtract a full point, but then they had the audacity, spoiler, fast forward 10 seconds, but then Rojas, you might want to take your mics off because I got to say this because it bothered me. No, whenever, the, whenever the T-Rex walked across the perfect circle so it looked like the title screen thingy, I literally looked at Mark and was just like, just... Just such disappointed dad. I was like, come on. I think Mark already told me about that. Uh, that was oh, my really? favorite part of the movie because like it's, you can see it coming like a mile away. Like yeah. you see how it's set up. You see the T-Rex and then I go, oh, come on. Like, really? Like that's the shot they're going to go and they do it. And I just go, <laughs> like groaning out loud and they like kind of turn towards Boyle and he does the same thing. We're just like, boo, boo this movie. <laughs> we were so upset. <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh, you're, you're a professional like, director with like millions and millions and millions of dollars for your budget. And this is the crap you're turning out to us. Oh, it's offensive. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> All right, uh, ratings. Oh, I oh gave boy. it uh, one and a half out of five stars. That's a three out of ten. Bad. Um, I hope they stop doing this. Just stop making this movie. It's uh, cut it out. <laughs> I I actually also gave it a three out of ten on the Fisher scale, um, and I, I also agreed. That, I mean, just like. Come on, enough's enough. I'm glad this did kind of like seal it up. Like you can just kind of go to sleep at night, but you know, you know what they're, you know what they're possible. They're uh, the endless possibilities out yeah. there. So and I'll, I'll end it. This is the last thing I'll say about the movie, but uh, our close personal friends down in New Jersey, uh, Bob, Tom and Jack, they shared a review with me uh, that made me laugh out loud where the reviewer said uh, that Dominion was the worst thing to happen to dinosaurs. Extinction, <laughs> extinction, extinction level events included. <laughs> it's like this is worse than the meteor hitting and them getting wiped out. <laughs> like, this movie stinks. <laughs> Couldn't even get that out in one clean sentence. That's amazing. I love it. I love when you go over the top. When people go over the top on criticism. Nothing like it. I love the hate. Love it's, it. Is it fair to say hmm, that this movie was almost served up to us with the intention of being hated because of how popular the first one of these did? Like not the original, but I'm saying like the Chris Pratt ones. And by this point, pop culture has – the pendulum has swung so far against it that this one was fighting a losing battle with people of our ilk who see movies that much. I, you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that because uh, just because of what seemed to be a lack of getting it that like emanates from this movie, like from this directing, the writing, like Boyle said, everything just seemed like surface level and cheap. Where it's like, okay, everyone likes big dinosaurs. We'll give them the biggest one yet. Everyone likes. Um, you know, the funny quotes from Dr. Malcolm, we'll give them that. Like, it's kind of like, okay, scratching the surface level, which they, you, they never actually watched the movies, but they read what people liked about the movies and then made this. Yeah. And thought we would like, they're like, oh, we did it. Like, this is all we got to do. 
Kind of like they ran. So the I wouldn't say it was set up for failure. I think it was just like they didn't even try. This was a complete lack of effort. It's like they um, ran it through a computer and said, these are the things that people have responded to the most. So let's just do those yeah. again, but do it in a way that just feels unearned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's time for the Jurassic series to say goodbye for a little bit, which means it'll definitely come back in 10 more years. <laughs> can't wait Boyle uh, I think you want to maybe spearhead a uh, a ban on this podcast uh, we three members of this podcast no longer can be excited about a movie based off who's in it and and uh, just because that people that were in previous installations of the movie are in a new version does not mean that it should merit uh, excitement how do you feel about it now after seeing the original cast in this that was a loaded question can you say that again yeah, I think, I think I think as a podcast, there's definitely, and we try to tell this to people all the time, like, hey, the people that are in the movie have less of a say over how good a movie is. So when we saw the marketing material for this one, and they were promoting this movie as, the original cast is in Jurassic World Dominion, and people are like, wow, this is going to be great, but we need to remind folks, hey, just because the originals are in something does not mean it's automatically good. How do you feel about it now? After yeah, because like, unless it's unless it's like the original director and writer and, and producer and stuff, because this this had potential, and that maybe that's what's most upsetting is that this plot was not about coexisting with like dinosaurs and dealing with like you know living amongst dinosaurs now, even though that's what the trailer kind of made it seem to be, right? That's not what the plot was at all. Like the plot think, was completely different from that. I think they should have taken the idea of bringing the initial cast in and making a spectacle, like almost like real, like Mark was saying, real animatronics, like go out in a field, do your explosions and things like set up a, like, don't do all of this fake studio stuff, maybe, and, and spend some time on the plot. I think maybe the idea was thrown out there. They just snatched it and were like, you know what? We need to make another one of these before we lose people. And we're going to use the OG cast to try to keep everyone in. And it didn't work for them because they tried to rush it. So like Mark said, I think there, were, there was potential here. Um, so to answer your question, Ross, I don't know. I feel like we, again, back to what we've said before, we see movies all the time. It's easier for us to sit there and say, oh, original cast getting pulled into a reboot. We're out. This is going to be bad. This spraying is not going to be good. But for the average moviegoer, that's what entices people to them want to see it. Wait, what? They're bringing back the OG cast? Whoa, I wonder why. Like, But again, this was a flop. This didn't work in their favor. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of an example where it worked. That's what I'm saying, though. Hmm. Oh, yard. Yeah, it's a good point. Probably never. <laughs> I thought Boyle was about to agree with you, Mark, and he just come in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shut it down. Yeah, I was mean, just Burt Reynolds, so I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife that works. What was it? Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Afterlife. Oh uh, yeah, that Ghostbusters worked. that did work. That, that worked. worked. It worked for me. I don't know if it worked for everybody, but it definitely worked for me. I thought it worked for me. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That worked. Uh, how, much were, how much were they in that movie? I didn't see it. Just Enough. the end. 
enough. Yeah, yeah like, but uh, enough. It was like they showed was like the old steps in the beginning, had like a quick scene in the middle, and then you know wrap up with a nice little bow at the end. Uh, quick transition, good segue time. Top Gun Maverick. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise is like the one exception to the rule with everything that it comes with movies. I mean, Top Gun Maverick. I mean, if you haven't already seen it, you got to see it on the IMAX big screen. We're not going to go into it too much other than, other than to say that the uh, movie has a 100% approval rating with the Good, Bad, and The Watchable. Like, that, it's uh, 100%, uh, 3 out of 3. Uh, we love it uh, on this. I really don't know what else to say about this movie other than real effects pay off to this day. They put six IMAX cameras in each of these planes and took the actors into actual jet jets into the sky and that shows man it really just goes to show if you like take the effort to give some authenticity to a movie instead of cutting corners i know yes it's going to be more expensive and okay maybe a little bit dangerous and maybe top gun isn't the best example because this is these are real humans and real jets i mean things can go wrong but they're with professionals but it pays off and it pays off so well and guess what the result and this is the final thing i'll say the result is a perfect blockbuster movie that are that is made for adults and not uh, grown up man babies like myself, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, I was re- I saw like a quick clip. It was like you know um, the cast of uh, Top Gun Maverick doing like some interviews, and, and so and it's very candid. They're joking around a lot, but the sarcastic tone the interview has is like, you know, Tom Cruise. Like, how many like different licenses like do you have? And he's got like, you know, motorcycle, commercial driver's license. He's got like his, his airplane and like jet license, helicopter, like all this stuff because he's doing all these stunts. You're not just CGIing it, you know, into the sequence. And I saw another clip where it was like they're talking about some of the scenes that they're putting into the movie where Miles Teller like didn't do his like straps right or something. So he's like kind of banging around in the plane. It was like, oh, I screwed up. Like we might, we might have to retake that. But that one actually makes it into the film because it, like, you know, it adds to the dramatics and everything. Right. But it's little things like that, like that's effort, just putting into the nonverbal scenes and everything. That's something you don't get out of a movie like Dominion. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Boy, you saw it with Mark. What did you think about the movie? Oh, I loved it. Absolutely, had a great time. Uh, stellar. I'll come right out. Nine out of 10. I thought it was a solid movie. Uh, it was a, it was a hard nine as we call it. Um, just, it, it was, it was everything you wanted it to be. Uh, you know, this was one of those movies that I was kind of dreading for a while, just because we've been, we've known about it for so long. I was just like, just give me the movie. Just give me the movie. I don't care anymore. Let's get over it. But really, you know, they pulled through way better than I anticipated. You know, like you said, with those IMAX cameras in the in the cockpit, and you're flying IMAX. along. IMAX. What did you say? IMAX. IMAX. I think I said. <laughs> um, to have those IMAX cameras in the cockpit and stuff, and like be able to fly along with them, and even just the fact of like seeing the mission and how they were practicing for the mission, and then see the mission too, I felt like it gave you so much more than the original did. Um, and I, I really did in that aspect, um, really did enjoy this. I don't really, the only bad thing I do have to say about it, I just could care less about him and the relationship thing, but like 
you know, him with him and Penny, but I feel like that's just your classic. It just had to be in there. You know what I mean? I disagree because that was a callback to the original. They actually mentioned that character before. It was nice to see them work it again. A little bit of effort. It didn't take a lot of effort. It was a little bit of effort. They did it because they connected also, the dots I from the first one. Feel like you have becoming, to have it in there. That was all I'm saying. You have to have it in there. I'm but I actually not saying. Liked, I'm not saying they had to have it in there. Just check, check the box. I actually enjoyed it, Boyle. Because how rare is it that we get to see a relationship with adults in their fifties portrayed on screen these days in blockbusters? True. Not often. Fair. And it was very charming. I thought and. Uh, well yeah. done, I thought. Good, yeah, true. Okay. I hope, I hope that I'm one day sixty years old and having situations like that. That'd be <laughs> that's the dream, right there. No, I'm just kidding. That's the, <laughs> you're that's the first. The dream <laughs> like, of the robot. That's my life mission: hang around a place way too long and end up dating a divorced <laughs> mom and her daughter. <laughs> 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 like wow, man! You want to aim a little bit higher? Nope. I'm right, I'm right That's there. exactly what I'm looking yeah. for. Right? Uh, what, my... what I'd like to say about uh, Top Gun Maverick: oh, promises made, promises delivered. Um, Some type, and I felt like it was the perfect balance of uh, nostalgia, giving us what we loved from the first one. Best way to bring in these new characters, right? Uh, it's like they're still hitting on the iconic scenes and like the charm that made the first one, you know, such an iconic movie from its era. Like it was, I just thought the balance of it and, and how well it kind of acknowledged that, you know what, the eighties are over, but it's still okay to look back and remember those good times. But this is like, this is what it is like now. And I just thought it was, a great balance and a good uh, tightrope walk with how they juggled this. It was, it had good comedic timing. It knew when to kind of break up the tension of the seriousness and the magnitude of, you know, what they were trying to accomplish. Um, hit all the bases. I mean, nailed it guys. Again, hard nine. Me and Boyle agreed hard nine. Great Same. movie. Go see Same. it. If you have the chance. Same here. Hard nine for me as well. I had a blast. You're it. I mean, it's hard to say, but we're already in the middle of the summer, the movie theater summer. Truthfully, we're in the second half of the movie summer because everyone knows anything that comes out in August is a total wild card. I can probably guarantee that this will probably be universally the most fun anybody will have in a theater all summer. I mean, if you look at the remaining few weeks here of the summer box office, there's going to be a lot of people that will automatically tune out Thor Love and Thunder because that's a MCU movie and cgi heavy there's gonna be people that tune out bullet train just because it's too niche i think you factor in that tom cruise a legacy sequel of something that came out 36 years ago and the fact that it caters to a little bit older adults but still brings in a young crowd i mean that this is going to be the number one movie of the summer um already but yeah so nine's all around right guys yeah love to hear it yep yep love to hear it. Boyle, you're going to be uh, taking the lead on this next one, man. You're going to be taking us to infinity and beyond, you could say. Can I, can I go yes. quick before Boyle gets into it? Because I know yeah, he saw it. I didn't, but I recommended that, you know, close personal friend, Disco Dave, not go see Jurassic World Dominion because that's what he said he was going to see. I said, dude, go see Lightyear. And then let me know what you think after. He said it was great. Oh, he had a great time in there. 
he said, you know, emotional, had a good time. Thanked me to, you know, get away from Dominion to go see something like that. Boyle, please take it away. Take it away, Boyle. I couldn't say it. Well, I could say a little bit better, but no, right on track. I mean, this movie was honestly really good. It was really enjoyable. Uh, I kind of tried to stay away from the whole internet drama on what is this movie just to see what they were going to just try to pull out. No, sure enough. Boyle, that was, that was a meme though. Like the whole, like everyone kept repeating. It's not about Buzz Lightyear, the toy. It's about the character that the toy is based on was making fun of Chris Evans having to explain it to people the first time. And everyone was like, yeah, man, we get it. Well, not everyone did get that though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, so I no, just, what? I think the people who kept saying that online were saying it tongue in cheek. Okay. That was my interpretation of everyone saying that online. But you, if you're talking about people in real life, I only am concerned with fake people online. Oh, okay. Yes. No, I, I thought there was a real life um, concern. Um, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Some of the subject matter, which um, which Chris Evans did respond to, and yes, when it was first, when I'm, it, I'm with it, yeah, when it was first announced, yes, I think when it was first announced two years ago, yes. But even but no, even there was commotion when right it now. just came out. Like there was concern. People Isn't were it? like confused. What is this? So my oh. point is, is that right away at the beginning of the movie, they say like back in 1995. Um, a boy named Andy bought his favorite toy based upon a movie he saw. It's just like a black screen. And it says, this is that movie. So then you understand, okay, so this is like, basically, if you were Andy, this is what the movie you saw. And it was lit. It was awesome, honestly. I, I really loved what they did with it. It was so well thought out. And for a very quick movie, an hour and a half movie, like you're in and out and... It does everything you need it to in that hour and a half. It's it's really well done. I'm giving this an 8.5 out of 10. Highly suggest everyone goes and sees it. I, I really do think that they did a good job. They were very playful, even with a lot of the things that Buzz did in the movies of how, like, oh, this was said because of this part in the movie. But it's placed nicely. It's not super in your face. Some points, yeah, I guess. But, like, for the most part, I thought it was, like, nice, fully done. Um, nice, fully done. Hell yeah! Yeah, and the robot companion socks. He's obviously super funny. Honestly, all the the whole crew that he ends up meeting up with is really funny too. Like every person did a really good job. Um, it, yeah, it's just a good, heartfelt, good, feel good movie. All ages. Yes, it definitely leans more kiddie side, I think, than like adult side with this type of movie, but still enjoyable for everyone. And I do suggest seeing this. I think it'll bring back some uh, good childhood times for you and still enjoy it in your adulthood. I like that. I've definitely got it on my list. I want to go see it. I want to go see it too. I just don't know when I'm going to be able to go. I got, I got work tomorrow evening too. And maybe I'll catch it after that. Well, Mark. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey chiming in. I just texted a close personal friend, Bob Byrne. And he said he's in between a three and a half and four out of five for this movie. He really enjoyed Lightyear. So that's high praise from a lot of people, including our, our guy Boyle here. I think I mm-hmm. got to see this and I got to see it soon. So Boyle, do you feel like it's less made for our generation than previous Toy Stories? No, because I think as us seeing it when we were kids, like seeing Toy Story, 
you cherish a lot of the things he says and does and you're like, Oh, that's why his character did that. Or, Oh, that's why. So like, no, it's still fun. I feel like it hits the nineties kids perfectly. I mean, it doesn't do many, like I was really wondering if they were going to try to do like a third, like try to bring it out to Andy's world. And they didn't, they stayed in their realm, which I appreciate. They gave you three after the credit scenes, one immediately after one at the very end of the entire credits. And then they show the Disney and the Pixar logo. And literally when you think the movie's done, then they give you another one. It was insane. It was like, even the showcase guys were looking at me and I winked at them on my way. I said, when you do a movie pod, you stay to the end. And I walked out. Wow. They're like, dang, there goes the coolest guy of all time. <laughs> I threw my popcorn at him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're like, Pick that up. You're like, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah sorry, man. Sorry. My bad. You know what? Hand me the mop. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I'll clean it. I'll clean it. I'll clean it up. Oh, no, man. Yeah. High praise, Boyle, huh? Yeah. It was great. High praise. Definitely high praise. I highly suggest it. Okay. Good, cute little night out. Light year. Out in theaters now. This is Cookie and... Kristen. And we just saw Top Gun... Maverick. All right. So, what'd you think? I mean, I don't know if it's nostalgia talking, but I loved it. (laughs) I thought the movie was... I thought, all right, let me just come out. I thought the movie was good. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Um, but it is a little cliche. And Tom, just let the hair go salt and pepper. I would have respected it more. You had the little gray in the beard there when you were talking to Melissa Connolly. What was her name, no, Patty? Jennifer Connolly. Jennifer Connolly. And what was her? What, <laughs> yeah, the, Penny. Penny. Yeah, I mean, you had a little gray there. It looked better, looked distinguished when you got, you know, spoiler alert, when you got kicked out and ice died. Spoiler. Just grow. Um, Cause seriously, grow old like the rest yeah, of us. Seriously, because <laughs> it makes me want to be a Scientologist every time I see him. So, but I thought it was a lot of fun. We saw it in IMAX. I had a great time. It was great to see Val Kilmer again. Um, yeah. You know, they covered up all the stuff. They, you know, it, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. On a scale of one to ten, I, because I had fun, I'd probably give it an eight. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. I had a good time. Yeah. I mean, the the action sequences have me on the edge of my seat. And, yeah, and they it's did. like. They had me like, oh my God. You know, wow. and I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. You know, and that's just great. Great filmmaking. Yeah. Great. And I'm glad we saw it in IMAX. Absolutely. And glad we saw it as it was intended to be seen. Yeah. Um, it brought me back. Yeah. It pulled at my heartstrings. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed it. But I it. think the crazy thing about it is the American exceptionalism that we can just go in and blow up other countries' things. Anyways, but that's just, you know, I'm just, just me talking, the pacifist now, apparently. So, um, yeah, so I highly recommend it. It's obviously the movie of the summer. No joke, it's broken all kinds of records already. Yeah, go see but it. it's a lot of fun. Lot and of fun. you know what? Go see it to support all the great people who made this happen and look so real. I'm telling you, I, I don't know. I'm always blown away. Yeah, great movie. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.